Welcome to The Daily Influence, where our mission is to deliver a daily dose of positive influence that can uplift you personally or be shared within your sphere of influence. While not every episode may directly apply to your unique circumstances, we strive to provide insights and inspiration relevant to most people's daily, weekly, and monthly lives. Whether you are tuning in during the morning, noon, or night, The Daily Influence is here for you. Listen, share, and embrace the power of influence in your life. Hey everybody, Brian Smith here with The Daily Influence, and we are picking up with our bias discussion. And really, it's the second part of the bias identification process that uh, we're going to be talking about today. And that second part uh, really is going to focus on reactions to bias <clears throat> and the myriad amount of reactions that can happen uh, to us individually, within groups. We see it every day. It's plastered in social media, in the the regular media, uh, the news. It doesn't matter. Magazines, newspapers. And primarily, as we're all aware, it focuses on the negative side of bias and what the negative reactions to bias can be and, and just how ugly bias can take uh, humans uh, and create so much discourse. Our goal, obviously, is to foster positive individual influence and help every individual that we can touch to understand themselves better, understand their area and the power of their area of influence better, the responsibility that requires uh, how, how elevated that responsibility is. And so today, understanding our reactions is really, really in, uh, important. The first thing we'll say is that you got to give your permit yourself permission to grow and learn uh, from this process. Literally, give yourself permission. Have empathy for yourself. Have empathy for some of the sub and unconscious reactions you're going to have as you challenge bias, both self-bias and the bias that you have uh, uh, in situations with others. Um, you're not alone. Um, you are not a negative influence because you have bias. Biases are natural, as we've talked about. They are a natural human reaction for protection against things that we feel or we identified somehow in our life as a threat to us, a physical threat, emotional threat, psychological threat, whatever that might be. Uh, we have identified it that way. We have learned it that way. So biases are the mechanism to protect us from those things. Um, uh, but it takes challenging those, understanding those, um, putting them in the right place, because maybe they need to stay because they will protect you. Not all biases need to go away. Um, but uh, and this putting them in that right bucket and then getting comfortable with this process of self-identification, challenging self, also challenging others in a positive and objective, non-judgmental way in, in, in engaging in this process of bias identification and putting the reactions where they belong. You will help yourself to be better at this um, 
when you show others that it's okay to do it, you, you're leading them through your actions. Leadership comes from action. Okay, it, it, it's not about what we say. Our words can be empty if our actions don't follow through in a positive way. So when we talk about biases and then we identify through our actions that we can have these discussions in a positive way, that we can control the emotions, that we can work through them, uh, that we can identify the negativity that challenges us, put it out on the table and discuss it in a positive way. We're setting positive examples for others to do the same thing. That engagement is positive leadership. That engagement is positive influence. And it can only serve to help move us forward. Yes, through challenging times. Yes, it won't always be easy. It'll be actually very difficult. But it moves the process forward. Uh, and being vulnerable is okay. Uh, we like to teach our leaders to become vulnerable, to allow that vulnerability uh, to be a positive aspect in their quiver of tools that they can use. Opening yourself up to that, uh, pulling yourself down onto the same playing field as people who are having bias challenges or other challenges creates a better opportunity for positive discussion, positive communication. Um, understanding if you have a more physical or emotional response to these bias challenges is really important. If you know that you have a propensity to uh, feel a certain way, anxious, guilty, angry, afraid, then you can address those feelings more proactively with less judgment or no judgment. Um, you can engage in a conversation maybe with a third party who identifies those reactions and helps you walk through it in a objective, non judgmental way. Um, you might not get those feelings, but you might have a physical uh, response to it. Um, it might be you shake because the emotions are so high. Uh, you might even feel tight in the chest or get that surge of adrenaline, that, that metallic feeling in your mouth or, or taste in your mouth. There are so many different psychological and physical reactions to the influences of bias. Understanding the ones that we have individually is just as important. Understanding the ones that the people that you are engaging with is also important because you can help them to work through those feelings, work through those reactions, identify them better, and then move past those reactions and into better positive communication, better positive discussion about the reaction and then about the bias itself, uh, the bias identification, and then working through that bias and finding out if that bias is truly healthy, unhealthy. You don't necessarily have to agree, but having understanding is what we're all talking about here. Um, showing patience during this process is also important. Understanding uh, uh, other people's ability to have these discussions is sometimes one of the biggest challenges, listening to learn, um, walking them through their own struggles, um, staying objective through that as there's an escalation of emotion, as the emotions are identified and challenged, letting those emotions subside and work through so that you can get back to a solid footing and an objective footing. It's all a challenge. It's difficult and it, and it creates understanding from both sides. You have to have that understanding ahead of time. 
You can't just dive into these things. That's why emotions escalate sometimes when you see them in the news or in social media. It's because they weren't prepared for the discussion. They went into the discussion with their bias on their sleeve with the express intent of not being changed. And the walls were up. They're not going to listen to each other. They didn't come to listen. They only came to talk. We're talking about engaging in a process where we want to understand. Um, and showing patience in ourselves and with others will go a long, long way. Um, uh, gaining more experience in this process is also key. The more you go through this process, the more you challenge yourself, the more you engage with third parties, people you trust, people that are on the same path, the better you get at it. And the better you get at it with those two people, the better you can be when you pivot away from that like-minded person to a third, a fourth, a fifth, your team, um, your family, whatever it might be. Practice makes perfect and it makes you consistent in that action and consistency matters. We've talked about consistency is important and sticking to a plan of understanding self, slowing down and trying to be responsible for our influence and being our best self and our best self for others takes practice and it takes consistency and, and you can do it because it's already built within us. Um, learning how our mind is reacting is part of that process. You might not like how you react. Don't be judgmental about that. Allow yourself to react, but be empathetic with yourself. Uh, identify any of that negativity. Maybe even challenge where it comes from. You might have to dig a little deeper. You might be getting closer to understanding the unconscious bias. You might be closer to resolving the subconscious or unconscious bias. Um, you're turning it into conscious bias, um, which can create a whole new set of feelings for you. So it's really important that you employ self-empathy. It's really important that you employ these listening skills, listening to learn. Um, understanding where somebody else's bias is coming from is, is key also. You're going to be peeling these layers away in other people who are experiencing these same things, working through that will take uh, patience and, and be a challenge for you. The big takeaways from the last two days are, we all have unconscious and subconscious bias, so don't feel alone. Uh, feel empowered to be someone who challenges your way of thinking. Uh, and give that same feeling to others who are engaging with you through this process. Empower them to help you. Um, identifying your subconscious bias can be done upon self-reflection. Um, they also might be pointed out by others. Try not to take offense. Be empathetic to that process and be open to listening to learn. Unconscious bias is so hidden that it can go unnoticed. Um, and it's going to take a third party most of the time to help pull those out and understand them. And you're going to have to rely on third-party support to actually get through those unconscious biases that we might have. Uh, only you have the power to control and challenge your mind. Show yourself compassion. Uh, have empathy and give yourself permission to grow, to be positive, and to be responsible for the influences that are happening in your life. 
Once you understand how to respond to learning about your bias, commit to resolving it in a positive way. So this understanding will move you forward. Uh, have empathy for those who respond negatively to their biases being pointed out. Just like you have empathy for yourself. Use that empathy in the best way you can to try to move it forward. If you can't, then agree to disagree and walk away. Don't try to overpower them, okay? Don't try to put the square peg in the round hole. Let it simmer. Come back when it's a safer, more neutral, objective time and maybe try again, especially if it's somebody that you have a good relationship with, especially if it's somebody who's engaged in the process of learning about self, best self, better understanding of influence, more responsibility for influence. Just come back. Let, the, let it percolate. Let it, let it move forward. Tomorrow we're going to talk about types of biases we're challenged with. Actually get into the details of what biases there are. And we're going to pull some of those out and discuss them. I hope you have a great day and thank you for joining us.